Hey guys, I got a special deal for you, our listeners, from our new sponsor, Audible.com. That's right. If you go to audibletrial.com slash firmware update, you can get set up with a free 30-day trial of their service that'll give you a free audiobook. The best part of that, you can cancel at any time, including during that trial period, and keep that free book that you got. Doing so not only gets you a free audiobook, but it helps the show out tremendously. You can select any audiobook you want, including Ready Player One, a futuristic story on the possible future of VR, or Extra Lives, a piece on why video games are art and important to our daily lives. So go do it, audibletrial.com slash firmware update. Once again, the book is yours to keep or stay with Audible and keep getting books every single month. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash firmware update. So go get your free book. No, Joe, I'm a man. I mean, if you say so. <laughs> you, can, you can jump off a bridge, like, literally right now. So, anyway, I'm a man, and I, I can admit it. Nintendo really impressed and surprised me this with this one. They, This was... Granted, a lot of that is surprises because they came out and said we're only focusing on 2018 games, and then they came out... Uh, actually, we're working on a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. That got me excited for the future way more than Microsoft. <laughs> but but I this was a fun, like, even though it was, okay, arguably a half hour, because I include the freaking Odyssey demo as part of it. But the, this uh, reveal was actually, this whole uh, thing was actually really, really good and got me pumped up for the future of Switch, which I'm still shocked that I'm saying to you right now. <laughs> uh, so let's head to it. Uh, Nintendo. Opens up. Montage, of course. Which, yeah. <laughs> which leads to everyone's worst night. Coming to your home to your apartment and seeing Reggie Fijime there. <laughs> Man, if I walked into an empty apartment and Reggie comes out of, from around the corner, I'd fucking shit my pants right there on the spot. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Especially if his body is ready. <laughs> oh man, he's a large dude he can't just come out, just can't come out of the darkness like that. Get out of here. <laughs> and not to help the matters out, but he also get gives this speech that I could see a serial killer telling you before he stabs you in the stomach. Oh man. It's like, is this a snuff film or is this, what's happening here? And then after that, your home disappears and it's just grass and you wonder, am I dead? Is that what happened right now? Richard killed you. That's it. And then from here, it feels like we're like, he thanks us for coming and he says, let's start the show. So right off the bat, it feels like a PS4 style that they're going for a PS4 style conference where they just reveal stuff one after another, which you know what? That's awesome. As we head. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I mean, people are already all in on the switch, man. Like you don't have to tell us why it's already like, why it's so cool. Cause everyone, like everyone agrees. Just, just tell us what's coming up, you know, for the future of this thing. And uh, we start things off with Xenoblade 2. Which, uh, I'll, I'll admit, the combat didn't look too hot. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, running around like that, believe it or not, running around looked great in this game. I was like, oh, this game's beautiful. <laughs> so I mean, I guess there's, I mean, plus one to that game, I guess, though, for being, like, literally the only JRPG to get any screen time during any conference. Yep. Uh, coming out in holiday 2017. Uh, so, yeah, interesting. Uh, how did you feel on this one? 
Um, I mean, graphically it was pretty impressive for for what the system is. Uh, actually, coming out a little earlier than I expected. Like, I feel I felt like the game was slated for 2018. Uh, that's why I predicted that it was going to get a firm date before 2018. But no, they went and slotted it in for holiday, so probably December this year. Interesting. Uh, so from there, uh, from there we go right into Kirby. This uh, a formal announcement that a Kirby game is coming, which is cool because I like Kirby. Yeah, I mean. And the game looked, I mean, the game was adorable. <laughs> uh, there's no two ways about that. Um, kind of made me, wait. I mean, it really did make me miss uh, Iwata, though. I was like, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah I Why, why'd you have to bring that down, man? Hey, man, it. he's the creator of Kirby. Uh, the guy, ah, man, I love that, man. I miss him dearly. Uh, we find out that in this, the interesting thing in this game, like, you can essentially recruit other enemies to help you which can then be controlled by other characters or other players. Because there was like three other spots open for those enemies that said computer, but there was at least one time in the thing where it said player two, three, and four. Uh, and this is where we real, where I realized that Nintendo is going off script because they say this game is coming out in 2018 when they already said all we're talking about is games coming out this year. <laughs> but you, and you know what? That's cool. I'm looking. I, I, let's let's do this. From there, we cut to uh, anything. Anything else to say on Kirby? Uh, no, just that it looks super cute, and I really want to play whatever they end up actually calling it because uh, it did only just say Kirby. <laughs> it's like I'm sure it's got a subtitle. Uh, then Shuhei uh, Takahashi comes out, and he talks. This, this I felt was like the most honest honesty ever at E3, as he talks about in the beginning about hearing about how well that the Switch was accepted and having the biggest sigh of relief ever. <laughs> it's like I bet you breathe a sigh of relief, sir. <laughs> like oh, thank God. Yeah, he says that multiplayer games are coming, and then takes it to. Sunihara from uh, Pokemon Company, and he talks about how, like... Uh, Sunekazu Ishihara. Thank you. <laughs> and he talks about, and, uh, okay, just to sum up, he's like, yeah, I know, last time we talked, I bro- talked about Pokemon coming, and uh, I guess people, that wasn't enough. So just so <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, we're making, of course, we're making a... It's like, game. obviously, come on. It's like, it's like, fucking relax, people. We're working on an RPG Switch. I don't have a fucking thing to show you because <laughs> the game is still at least a year out. It's like we didn't want to give your hopes. We didn't want to not show you anything. But since a lot enough people were pissed off about it, we <laughs> clearly called an audible, and <laughs> we're just gonna do it. We're just gonna it's announce like, it here. It's like fucking relax, everybody. Obviously, this thing is coming. Just, just fucking, just, just chill, <laughs> relax. And you, and you know what? It's this is great because I like once again he had nothing to show us, so I doubt it's coming in 2018. Yeah, but, he said it was gonna be at least a year. Yeah, so you know what? It's it's cool to have stuff to look out forward in the future because I I feel like that was a problem with Wii. It felt like we were lucky when we got a game. Yeah, but we have like a roadmap that we're gonna hit. Like, don't, <laughs> don't worry, we're gonna get here, but along <laughs> the way we're gonna go to here and here and here. It's like yeah. and the beautiful is, thing is that there are a lot of stops on that roadmap. It is. It, you're right. Like they're doing it right. Speaking of doing it right, mm. in what was easily the shocker of, of this whole thing, Metroid Other M2. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Damn it! No. Uh, and granted, we didn't see too much here either. This was just a relax. This was felt. 
This felt like Literally another relax. <laughs> this felt like another relax that's coming. But yeah, <laughs> we see a starry sky. We see a somewhat familiar th- here, a somewhat familiar theme. And then we see the screw attack logo. And then a four? <laughs> Metroid Prime 4. Coming to PlayStation Switch. To what now? Place <laughs> also announced Sony has bought Nintendo. <laughs> uh, this is as good a spot as any to talk about it, but they would later announce. And you guys want to, if you like Nintendo, you want to keep an eye on the tree houses they're doing for the next two days because they said they're going to n- drop some bombs. And one of the bombs they dropped coming to 3DS slash 2DS. Metroid Samus Returns as well, which actually looks like a really kick-ass side-scrolling Metroid. Mm. It feels like what we should have gotten with other M instead man. of... Man. Yeah. Jeez. God. Oh, man. Like, finally, some fucking respect for this franchise. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, last year, what they were, or this early this year, I forget when exactly it came out, the only thing they had was fucking Federation Force, which was... Oh, God. Which was which was nothing. Just give us nothing instead. How about that? <laughs> what was the point of this fucking thing? Or do us a favor, take Metroid out of the name, just call it Federation Force. Yeah, like I'm like it seemed like a perfectly cromulent game, but it's why is Metroid attached to it in any way? Like it's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> God. Um, so they suddenly have two of the Metroid games that like one of each game basically because people were people just were hungry for any kind of Metroid. It's like I don't care. Make it a <laughs> make a two D game. Make it a Prime game. Just give us some fucking Metroid. Uh, and suddenly we got both flavors. It's like all right. And uh, but to stress this to people out there, especially the people who are like me, who have been begging for a Metroid game forever now. And you know damn sure that I'm going to be dropping my money on this game when it comes out on Switch. But when this game comes out, you need to buy it. Please, Jesus. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, the argument that Nintendo's always given is like, we make Metroid games, but not enough people buy it. So <laughs> if you buy enough of them, we'll see more Metroid. That's how that works. Yeah. But- that's why, like, Mario is in Wabbids and every other freaking game ever for Switch, because Mario sells. That's the trick. If you show them that the game sells, you'll get more of that game. That's how that works. All right. <laughs> Man, the only, I mean, like, I, like we said, though, like, they're, like the, the logo is literally the only thing to revealed for, for Metroid Prime 4. Um, we don't. Like, I was, like, it's not, like, it's not weird. That's like, oh, like, I guess I wanted to get play footage. Like, whatever, sure. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> like, obviously, sure. Um, it's just weird that, like, we don't know who the developer of this thing is. Um, like, we don't know if it's Retro Studios who made the, the Prime series or if it's somebody else. It's interesting, to say the least. I wonder who's who's making this thing. <laughs> but, yeah, so Pokemon RPG on Switch proper coming. Metroid Prime 4 coming like you could have just ended it here for me <laughs> like granted we didn't get a, a drop of footage and all we really got was a logo for metroid prime 4 but like it's not like nothing's coming for the switch already so i was already like you know these games are coming eventually too thank you you can you <laughs> thank you uh we then go from there to Yoshi as a, I thought it was like a Yoshi's Woolly World sequel, but it was like, it, the game's just called Yoshi. It's coming out in 2018. This is when I realized I had like the epiphany that really Yoshi's kind of stupid. And <laughs> you realize real quick why he's the only Yoshi, at least that I've seen in some time. Because whenever he tries to reproduce, he uses the egg as a weapon. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, 
going back to non-literal means, this game the game looks fun. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's super cute. Um, rather than they seems to be made out of felt instead of uh, yarn this time. Uh, there's a lot of cardboard instead of more yarn. So they're still going for like an arts and craft style. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I, this game looks cute. It'll be fun, I'm sure. Uh, Yoshi's Felty World. <laughs> it's also weird that this one also doesn't have like a subtitle. It's also like Kirby. It's also just Yoshi. Um, yeah, but cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. On top of that, we also get Fire Emblem Warriors about a blonde <laughs> brother and sister who want to save the world using people who already did it. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's the Warriors game. It's made by Koei Tecmo. Um, so if you've played Dynasty Warriors or Hyrule Warriors or anything with the Warrior subtitle, um, you'll know what this game is like just with Fire Emblem characters instead. And then from there we go to Eiji uh, Un- Onomiya. Onuma. Onuma, thank you. Yeah, he's a producer on uh, Zelda. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a Zelda guy. He's the Zelda guy. And he announces, hey, let's hey, remember those DLC packs we talked forever ago <laughs> about Breath of the Wild? Uh, so he shows off, uh, there's going to be new armor, there's going to be new shrines, I guess, with new challenges. He shows off the hard mode, and man, do the enemies look organized this time. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, he also announces a Champions Ballad one, which... You know, aside from highlighting the four champions that were highlighted in the pe- in Link's past, uh, in the game, I mean, I, they didn't really say too much about it, aside from it was a song. So I don't know if it's a way to resurrect these guys or something, but yeah. <laughs> which would be cool because I like those guys. But, it's, uh, but we get that. We also get new amiibos as we find out those four champions will be made into amiibos and... If history has shown us, you want to get all the Zelda amiibos there are because they get used in every single game ever. <laughs> uh, what did you think on this one, Joe? Um, I thought all the stuff they showed for this was great. Like, I mean, we already knew what the like vaguely we knew what the DLC was going to be. We knew that the first pack was going to be, uh, you know, more like challenge stuff, like you know, shrines and difficulty and whatnot. And then the the second thing they released would be story based. Um, but actually seeing it in action, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Um, you know, like I'm actually super down for getting some more shrines in there, uh, you know, upping the difficulty and whatnot. Uh, you know, what they showed too, the footage that they showed, you know, how he dispatched different enemies, like <laughs> when they came on platforms, you know, being held up by the stupid, uh, balloon squids or whatever. Balloons, yeah. yeah. And he just throws, his, <laughs> he just throws his axe at one of them to just fucking, <laughs> to just knock the guy off the platform. I was like, all right, that's super ingenious. Um, yeah, like I'm, yeah, like I'm actually kind of thinking about, okay, maybe I should buy this DLC for it. The only thing that kind of keeps me from it is that you can't buy it separately. You have to pay 20 bucks for both things or get none of it. Yeah. It's like all or nothing. Yeah. Which kind of sucks, but you know, depending, like I'll, I'll still wait for, to see what the, the story stuff actually entails, like more, more details on that. Uh, and then I'll make up my mind there. But for now, like, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'm definitely going to look into those Amiibos. Yeah, the Amiibos look super great. Oh, yeah. A lot of the Amiibos that they announced this one looks super good. Uh, then they talk about eSports, which was kind of a surprise. <laughs> which, uh, announcing that uh, Splatoon, Pokken, and ARMS are all getting their own, like, little tournaments and what have you, too. Which is, you know what? That's, that's cool. Good on them. 
Yeah, um, yeah, they announced that stuff a little while ago. Um, yeah, yeah, on the show floor at E3, they, they're each having little tournaments for each of the games. Yeah. We then talk more about Mario and Rabbids King of Battles, because <laughs> sure. Once again, that's out August 29th. Yeah, and we talked about that during the Ubisoft thing. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. need to, to go into it here, but I'm still happy to say that game looks... Twist my arm, why don't you? <laughs> just bizarrely great. Like, I just, I don't understand. That game has no right to look that good, being, mm. <laughs> being what it is. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, then we go cut to the people of Rocket League. And they're like, hey, remember Rocket League? Well, it's on the Switch now. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> wow, just wait. Don't sell that, even though people super play that game a lot. Well, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> like, that game is as popular today as it was when it released. Well, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying that's essentially what they said. Like, hey, hey while we're when we're done play, swimming in this pile of money we've made off this <laughs> game, we like to play our game on Switch, too. Oh, and you know what? It's going to do great there. So, yeah, that's... Like, I, like I never... Bought the game, you know. I never got it from you know PlayStation Plus when that game released at, at the first time around. Uh, but I never bought it anything else. But man, Switch is a super. That's probably the best place to get that game because uh, you know it's it'll have it'll still have the same uh, cross-platform play. You'll be able to play with people on PS4 and Xbox One uh, and PC. That's how it is for all of them. You can play. Doesn't matter where you get it, you'll play with everybody, which is which is always a super great part of that game. Um, but to be able to take it with you to like parties or whatever very easily. You're like, check out this crazy-ass fucking car soccer game. Uh, I'm very excited to do that. I'm definitely buying it on Switch. Now, before we move on to the main event, I do want to take this time once again to commend Nintendo, how they did this conference. Like, this was supposed to be only 30 minutes, and honestly, I thought all they were going to do was just talk about Mario, and that's it. Uh, very reminiscent of how what they did with Zelda last year. It was like only, it was like Pokemon Sun and Moon and Zelda. That was it. But they actually took the time, and granted, they didn't give too, too much information, but they did tell us, don't worry, these things are coming, these things will be coming a little later, <laughs> and we've got some good stuff for you. Oh, and take take a look at these Amiibos. So it was actually, <laughs> it was actually a, a really pleasantly, very pleasantly surprising uh, conference for me, if you want to call it that. It was like a spotlight, really. But uh, it, it actually made me really happy that I have the Switch in my house. It makes me really confident about how Nintendo is going about things. And, you know, maybe, just maybe, you know, uh, they have a ways to go before they're officially the number two company. But I feel like they're well on their way to achieving that. Mm. Okay, you not so much then? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's never going to happen, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, the main event, Mario Odyssey. Woo! Wee. Super. Super Mario Odyssey. That, I gotta say, this, like, the, okay, first thing that pops out to me, there's a very, like, I couldn't hum it to you, but there's a very popular Mario theme that used to be just a theme. But at the start of this one, they gave it lyrics. <laughs> and god damn, if it's not the most catchy theme <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Oh, man. The, the, yeah, the song they play underneath, like the gameplay trailer for this, uh, is just so goddamn good. <laughs> like, yeah, man, it's, it's jazzy, it's catchy, it's like, it's just a song about how much fun the game is. And it's like, yeah, more of that, please. Like, and that that's that's exactly what it is. It's a happy song. It's just like, you smile just listening to it. It's like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> Uh, so we get to see a trailer, which starts with, of all things, a fucking T-Rex. Like, 
at first I thought, is this going to be a Monster Hunter game they're talking about now? But, uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought they, that they're going to talk about, you know, the Monster Hunter game that, that they revealed a couple weeks ago. Yeah, which I also believe is coming this year. But anyway, so, like, no, it's a T-Rex with a Mario cap. And they use this to show off the fact that, uh, I hate to put it like this, but it sounds like Mario can essentially soul swap with <laughs> He takes over their life essence. <laughs> like this, he, he does this with not only like those normal looking people in New Donk City, but he can also do it with inanimate objects such as poles and uh, lightning rods and stuff. <laughs> it's, it's very weird. But it works. It's an interesting gameplay mechanic, and he—you'd see him use it a lot, tra- tra- traversing through the levels and whatnot. Mm. So I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, we get the release date, which we were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny. Like I—I I was completely wrong. Like I said, oh, <clears throat> I predicted that Microsoft would come out the same time would come out in November because I, I thought that Odyssey would come out in November. And so they, they would to totally like screw themselves, but no, uh, Mario is coming out October 27th. We find out making that the most stacked month in the history <laughs> of video games. My God, Ugh. I need to make a list. Cause I feel that could be an episode. Like, I'm not even kidding. We should do an episode on the games coming out in October. I like, cause you want to start saving up now. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Joe was picking on me about what games he was going <laughs> to skip, and none of them were freaking, uh, of course, none of them were Assassin's Creed, because, you know, that's Joe's jam. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we then go from here to we see some gameplay of the game, which was a real another highlight of this one. Aside from the guy playing Mario, uh, not being that good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird, because it's like, man, like... The people who demo these games usually practice for weeks before whatever show that they're going to show them on. Um, and this guy seems like he picked it up maybe yesterday at best. <laughs> like there was one point where I swear to God, he was just jumping into a hole and dying twice in a row. It was <laughs> like, rough. Now, something I did notice that I thought was really, really cool was they seem to be taking a note from Zelda. Because uh, at the point of this game, you're trying to collect these little... Banana, oh, not banana, uh, moon Moons. coins, <laughs> and you eat them without peeling them, but, uh, <laughs> stem first, of course, <laughs> uh, but you're collecting them all throughout the level, but when you find a part where one's hidden, it's very reminiscent of a shrine from Zelda, where it's not like a long stage you have to do. You could probably wrap it up in two, three minutes if you know what you're doing. And uh, just, it could be some, you can probably get like a few of these while you're on break or something. So I actually enjoyed that. By the way, if you're wondering why it's called Super Mario Odyssey, we find out that's the name of the top hat ship that he uses to go from world to world. Yeah. Um, let's see. And you can also buy stuff in this game as that uh, you can buy not only outfits to better blend in with the game, but you <laughs> get different hats, which, uh, <laughs> You actually, your accomplice is like accomplice in this game is like a ghost hat. That yeah, he, his native form is a white top hat. Yeah, who was I guess shot in a war by Bowser wants <laughs> revenge. But like whatever hat you buy, he'll possess and he'll use that. So there's one point where the, he they're in the desert and Mario buys a poncho and a sombrero and he's using the hat as a weapon. Uh, it's much cooler than I'm making it sound. That's what. <laughs> And uh, something we also saw that was really, really cool 
there's like several instances throughout the game where you'll see like a pipe lean into a wall that's actually an 8-bit. And if you go into it, <laughs> much like the, a Link Between Worlds where Zelda, where Link became a painting, you sort you turn into this 8-bit thing that's stuck on a wall and you traverse yep. it to climb up ledges and whatnot. Specifically, you know, looking like Super Mario Brothers 1. Uh, and the funny thing, what's cool though is that he retains whatever outfit uh, he's wearing before he enters, and he wears an 8-bit version of that. So he, he went in with his poncho and sombrero, and he went into the 8-bit area. Uh, and he still he looks like, you know, classic Mario, but he's dressed in an 8-bit poncho and, and <laughs> sombrero. I was like, yep, yep, yep. A+. Plus. Yeah. And I thought this was a good mechanic. On top of that, you can, like I was, I was mentioning the soul-stealing ability, or soul-swapping. <laughs> Stealing. Your soul is mine. But that... Like, uh, there's a lot of... <laughs> Legacy of Mario. Soul Reaver. <laughs> Shang Mario. But anyway, <laughs> there's, like, uh, several instances where, you know, you're using enemies to find stuff that's just off camera or far away. Like, there's quite a bit of, like, uh, soul swapping with bullet bills and using their ability to fly to reach areas you couldn't get to before because you can't fly. Yeah. Just crossing giant gaps, basically. Exactly. And uh, so, and that was just one enemy, and who knows what other enemies that we'll see throughout the game. And uh, I guess the, st- like, there are several side stories, like in New Donk City, the president <laughs> is Pauline. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like streets, I, like watching the gameplay stuff, like you see streets that are named after different Kongs, like there was a Cranky, cranky Avenue, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I was like, yes, yes, yes. I love this game already. Like, if the boss isn't Donkey Kong on top of the Empire State Building, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, there's a lot of potential in this game. Like, like, no, like if we were to make that list uh, of uh, games you should get in, in October, I don't know how Mario is in number one. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> keep in mind, that's coming from me, and I... I, I, I tr- I try to be like one. I'm uh, admittingly I'm kind of pro PlayStation, and two I try to like buck trends. But at the same time, it's Mario, and Nintendo's <laughs> really been on fire as of late. Like that Zelda game was freaking incredible. Now, will this be better than Zelda? That's going to be a tougher call for me here. Yeah, I know. But man, what a year for Nintendo! This has been uh, a great year. It's bookmarking <laughs> with potentially two Game of the Year candidates. Yeah, that's outrageous. Um, and, you know, watching this gameplay stuff uh, this morning and, you know, like I just got like warm, tingly Super Mario 64 vibes from, you know, as he's collecting different moons and it gives you like a little name for each like freaking moon that you collect, like like you would in Super Mario 64 where you went into each level several times and each, you know, each star had its own little you know, uh, name or whatever, like, oh, bomb on battle at the top of the mountain or whatever. And then, oh, but it ra- like Koopa race or whatever, when you have to race that <laughs> giant Koopa. Uh, I, I got very strong Super Mario 64 vibes uh, watching this stuff. And man, like Super Mario 64 is a game that like, aside from, <laughs> from its goofy, blocky, you know, polygon look, like that game still stands up as a, in my opinion, a, a very rare example of a perfect video game that I, Absolutely would not change a single thing about. Uh, so getting those kinds of vibes watching this, I was like, oh, man, <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, I'm excited for this, to say the least. Yeah, I'm excited. Like Joe was already proclaiming it game of the year, <laughs> which I don't know if I'm quite Game there of yet. the decade, Malcolm. <laughs> 
I think it has, it has a lot of potential. Like this yeah. is like if, uh, if we were to make a must get list, this is easily on there. Easily on there. Obviously, if you have a Switch, of course. If you don't, then probably don't get it quite yet. <laughs> like the Mario games on on Wii U, you know. Like I enjoyed those games. Uh, they were great games, but they they didn't they they paled in comparison to things like Mario Galaxy and Mario mm. sixty four. Uh, Mario Galaxy is still my favorite Mario right now. So yeah, those oh man, like the, they, those definitely have the best soundtracks of any Mario game. Uh, oh, they're wonderful. They're so <laughs> I happy. Get, I legit get misty eyed listening to some of those tracks. <laughs> Uh, like if I were to say like one thing I didn't like, and this is like the supreme nitpick of nitpicks, <laughs> uh, Bowser's, uh, gang is a gang of rabbits. Yeah. That's super weird. Yeah. Like th- that spot could have easily been filled by his kids. <laughs> but Hey, I'm, I'm nothing. They do. These games are, are by accident, Malcolm. So I'm, I'm interested to see why that is. Yeah. So I, I'm curious to see too. Like, they're basically there because the ultimate goal this time around is Bowser will marry Pinch. <laughs> yeah, he's finally going to do it. Uh, but, he's... Which is why all the, the – they did release Amiibos, or excuse me, they <laughs> or, announced Amiibos, yeah. where, where it's like they they essentially look like wedding toppers. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're all in, like, wedding garb, like Bowser in his, in his great-looking, you know, like, tuxedo on top hat, like Peach in her wedding dress, and Mario in his wedding tuxedo and top hat. I was like, man, these are dapper. I wonder if it would be like a Muppet caper where it ends with Mario <laughs> and Toadstool finally marrying or Peach, excuse me. Uh, like, like, it ends up being a polygamous marriage. It's like, I'll marry both of you. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> might as well marry Bowser. He's always going to be in there. <laughs> I know. There's no one more committed to Peach than Bowser. Let me tell you. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> uh, so, it's. I'm very interested in this one. I I know it'll be good. I don't know whether it'll be game of the year worthy. We'll find out. But uh, I just want to stress once again that my birthday is in October. So <laughs> any intrepid uh, listener out there would like to help me out with some of these games, I'd greatly appreciate yeah, it. Uh, looking at this list on Wikipedia of what's announced for October, it's it's a doozy. To say the least, we've got at least uh, let's see, we've got one, two, three. We've got seven, seven AAA titles all releasing in October. <laughs> Uh, we've got Forza Motorsport 7, October 3rd. We've got Middle Earth Shadow Mortar a week later, October 10th. Three days later, October 13th, Friday 13th, The Evil Within 2. Mm. Four days after that, on the 17th, South Park, The Fractured Bowl. Then 10 days after that, uh, you get Super Mario Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Origins, and Wolfenstein 2, uh, The New Colossus. So, uh, God. yeah, <laughs> seven times... Yeah, that's that's an expensive month. That's if you were to get them all on day one, uh, that's four hundred and twenty bucks at least. Uh, I mean, it's a pisser because a lot of those feel like game of the year contenders. <laughs> and if there's any ones we miss, it'll probably be from that month. <laughs> if there's any ups, if there's any upside here, uh, none of the, none of these games are going to be particularly long, as far as I can gather. So if you want to if you want to buy one and immediately sell it back to get a couple of the other ones to help yourself out, that's that seems like a viable option. That's true. Like even South Park, which is an RPG, like if you're going, if especially if it's like the first game, you know, that first game was a really short RPG. Yeah, that's probably going to be under 20 hours. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, Middle Earth will probably be the longest one out of all of these. If it's, a, 
yeah, I mean, that was a pretty big game initially, and then here they are, like, it's even bigger! It's like, okay. <laughs> Great. Well, they did say South Park would be even bigger, too. So, yeah. uh, but uh, I, I should say it's probably under 20. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, going back to the topic at hand, uh, great job, Nintendo. Like, I don't know how to put it any other way but that, but the Mario Odyssey looks great. Every other game looks great. Um, I'm excited about the future of Switch, which, considering how it was before the launch of Switch, is really a testament to how well they actually have run things. So um, yeah, so I mean, everything they've they've got quite a roadmap here for uh, for Switch, where there's not going to be any any real lulls uh, for the foreseeable future. So like, uh, and. Once again, this is going to sound like I'm bashing it, but I'm really not. In terms of a second <laughs> console, this is the perfect second console, right? <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, because with so much you know third party stuff coming out on both you know Xbox and PlayStation Four, it's a matter of picking whichever one you want for the you know the first party exclusives that you prefer, and then you know the Switch is a, a great companion to whichever one. So all right, so just out of curiosity, how did you do with this one here? Um, for predictions, let's see here. Um, <laughs> I will see. tell you, I only got one point out of this one because just to go over mine, I said there would be a Smash Remastered announcement. Nope. Uh, <laughs> new colors for Joy-Con. Nope. Bayonetta three. Nope. Uh, middle finger to one of the one of their franchises. I'm happy to say no. They. I felt like they were really great to all their franchises here. However, the one thing I did call was a Mario release date. Mm. So well, you did say November. I said... Uh, we both said November for that one. I said November 3rd, you said November 10th, I believe. Did we specify it to, like that? Yeah, because we both predicted that. I, was, <laughs> I, I, I thought we should make it interesting by predicting a solid date. Uh, okay, so we both got that wrong. So <laughs> yeah. So, how many did you get right for the, for Nintendo then? Um, I got zero right <laughs> because I... <laughs> Yeah, because uh, the only things I only got a couple of partial things right, you know. Um, like I said that a, for I said that there'd be new F Zero and Metroid games announced for Switch, uh, half right there. <laughs> um, I said that Fire Emblem Switch, not the Warriors game, that but the the regular Fire Emblem game, uh, and Xenoblade Xenoblade Chronicles Two would both get firm 2018 release dates. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles is coming out 2017 holiday. Right, and then Fire Emblem Switch just was not talked about. Uh, <laughs> uh, I said that there was going to be a new fi- uh, Animal Crossing game coming to Switch this year. Uh, no go on that one. Uh, I said Mario Odyssey was going to get a November 3rd release date. No go on that one. Uh, and then my top, my first one, uh, which I'm actually actually surprised didn't happen, was that a Switch virtual console would, would launch immediately following uh, the presentation. That would have been great. Like, if they did that, I would prob- I I would probably say they won e3 but yeah yeah so Uh, what what is your total score then i don't actually remember (laughs) but it's much less than whatever you got and (laughs) new predictions champion hey you had a good two-year reign buddy (laughs) but all good things come to an end (laughs) oh man Ah oh, man. But anyway, uh, go, as far as this conference goes, uh, this is at minimum number two out of six, which is not a, which once is a tremendous compliment considering where I was on Nintendo a year ago. And on top of that, I like you said, this is probably tied for first for you. And, and you know what? I I understand. Like this was a it was a great conference. It was while short, it was right to the point. Gave you some hype. Gave you some hope. And uh, I while I would say. 
just for the simple fact that uh, Sony's had much more gameplay, I felt like it won. Uh, this I thought it, it was a great job in making you excited and want to get a Switch, I feel. Yeah. All right. Folks, that does it for this episode of the Firmware Update as we take looked at E3. We thank you so much for joining us. If you liked what you heard, you can find us on all your favorite apps. Apps for podcasts, for instance, on your Apple device, just go to the podcast app, and there we are. Hit the subscribe button, and we come at you every time we have a new episode. And on top of that, if you give us a five-star review with a written piece of business, we appreciate it. If you're on an Android device, don't worry. We're on such apps as Stitcher Radio and Pocket Cast, and we'll be coming out on more stuff in the future. Uh, If you'd rather just download us straight up, Head to our website, thefirmup.com, where you not only get articles written by Joe, but you also get every episode as they come out with a direct-to-download link. On top of that, you can follow us on Twitter, at PSMalkForMe, at wants 23 for Joe. And if you follow the show, at The Firm Up, you can find every single episode as they come, as well as all the latest news and whatnot from various sources, so we always keep you up to date on what's going on in the industry. And if you want to write into the show about anything, including a chance to be on our mailbag episodes, just mail to mailbag at thefirmup.com. That's mailbag at thefirmup.com. And if you want to take advantage about with that Audible deal we're offering, just go to audibletrial.com slash update. Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? No, sir. All righty, folks. Thank you for sticking with us. We will see you next time. Adios.